episode in the Balance Instructor Podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia. I'm the president of KIPS, Time to Train Fitness, and your balance ambassador. This topic for today, showing what's important on social media. So before we get to meat and potatoes of it, I want to throw out, subscribe to the Balance YouTube channel. That is where you can find easily find, I'll say, the tutorials, podcast episodes that are being put out, all free content for instructors, health, wellness, fitness professionals. And then one more thing before I want to talk about Naboso. If you have been listening to this podcast recently, you know that I have a little promotion for Naboso. So foot care, also neuro training. In my opinion, it's been a game changer. Even as I'm recording this podcast episode, my feet, they're on a neuro standing pad. Basically, it just has these little spikes on it that keeps your feet from becoming numb. If you've ever had foot pain, if you've ever experienced this, you know that it's something that affects how you, how you, your activity levels. If you're not feeling like your feet are there, you don't want to exercise or you have to take the extra time. So they have insoles, a lot of great training tools for your feet, healthy feet, all that great stuff. So head to the link in the description and check out all the great products that they have. As I mentioned, we're talking about what's important on social media. Now, the background for this episode, roughly about two weeks prior to recording this, there was a sports podcast that I was listening to. And the host of it was talking about, at the moment, they're gearing up for the NFL draft and players, college players, every little detail is being scrutinized. It's being picked apart. It's under a microscope. And so every little thing, whether it's something that you think is blown out of proportion or it's good or it's bad, everything torn apart and analyzed. And so social media comes comes into play with all the players. And there was a specific uh, college player that he was showing some bathroom selfies that some people question. Professionals, NFL professionals question, why are you showing this? And even, you know, how does this now relate to your training, how you move, all that kind of stuff. So it's being torn apart in so many different ways. And the podcast host that I was listening to, he was talking about how social media, it's what you believe is important. So showcasing what you believe and having that type of mindset can help you gear what you're putting out there, what kind of posts and what you want people to know about you. That's really the background for this episode. So what's going to be in it? Social media stigma. We're going to start with that, talk about the stigma that some people might have with social media. We're going to talk about the end of business profiles, in my opinion. And then lastly, bring it back with showing what's important. So continuing on this episode with social media stigma. Now, I throw this one and I've talked about this a couple of times in the last month or two is that we hear and we also come across people that they have a negative outlook on social media or people, friends, family, other people on social media portray social media as negative and are there negative things? Yeah, there are tons of it. There's bad things out there. And how we deal with them is really uh, something that can affect our business and the way that we use social media to our benefit. 
in my opinion, social media is great and it should be utilized by every small business, fitness instructor, health coach, nutrition coach, wherever you are with your business or even what part of the uh, this career path that you're on, that utilizing it is a great way to essentially have that conversation with a potential client. The way that I described it recently was that social media is almost like it in a gym situation. So this is part somebody that maybe has worked in a gym or does work in a gym that you have these random conversations at a gym when you're working in a gym with members, very superficial conversations. And sometimes that leads to more, maybe they want to do a trial session with you, or maybe they want to buy a full package from you. And it all stems from these little small conversations where the client's kind of feeling you out. They're trying to see what you're about, what you do, things along that nature. And in a way, social media can act, and it does act as that for a lot of coaches, instructors these days. It's that initial conversation. People research their instructors all the time. They follow them. They follow, they look them up. They see what they're doing, what they, how they train clients, all kinds of stuff. That's how some people buy stuff is that they're just searching hashtags, seeing what's trending. And if it's something in their area, they might take that step further. So I bring that up because if our belief is that, oh, social media is negative, I don't want to go down that path, or it's something that it's it's ruined parts of my life, things along that nature, that using it and then going off of it, using it, going off of it is probably a good way to move forward with it. But also thinking about in terms of the negative aspects of it, don't engage with those. Just use it for what you want and what you need and then log off because the benefits of it, in my opinion, they outweigh hugely the negatives. And part of this, and even this is something relating to one of the things that I believe I talked about in a previous episode with using platforms that you believe your audience is on. I'm going to share another story. You're part of this is that with Twitter. I talked about Twitter in a previous podcast episode about how Twitter and LinkedIn, I had canceled and closed those accounts for two of my businesses because my audience wasn't there. So making content for those platforms, engaging, wasn't going to help me build my business. Now, a different hobby business that I do uh, has to do with movies is that Movies and talking about movie buzz is big on Twitter. So now I spend daily for five days a week, just a little bit of work, 10, 15 minutes, just engaging with different profiles, polls, posting some content, and then I, I go off of it. That's it. And so that allows me to check that off and continue to build my business. And already I'm seeing more listens, more uh, engagement with the profile and getting people to go towards where you want. And so I bring that story up again because I think that it's important to end the negative stigma and find what capacity works for you, to make it work for you and to keep it in a positive manner because then you are spending more time creating content 
for that platform and taking those extra steps to learn how to improve it, not just thinking, oh, I threw up one photo and it didn't work for me. Oh, I tried for a week and it didn't work for me. There are so many elements to it. And especially these days, there's a lot of things to help you grow. Moving on to now the end of business profiles. Now, this is something that I've been thinking about for probably two months now. And even six months ago, a year ago, probably more profoundly five years ago, it was a big thing about, okay, should I set up a separate profile for my own business? If I'm, let's use the example, if I'm a fitness instructor, I have my, of course, my personal profile, and then I have my business profile where I share my business stuff. And it was kind of, I don't want to say it was a controversial topic, but it was one that was something to think about. And a lot of people that that wanted to use the, oh, I want to keep things separate, they, that's, that, that was their outlook on it. But as time has evolved and how people consume content, what's kind of shifted is how consumers want to know more about the people that they are purchasing things from and engaging with them and knowing things about them. So really having two profiles has become uh, redundant, in my opinion. We don't utilize them anymore because now you're making two different types of content and maybe you're neglecting one. and having the mindset of you are the business and that you are able to showcase what you're about. Now you can see where I'm coming with that. I'm tying things back to the main topic here, how showing what's important. Ending the, ending the business profile allows you to be more efficient and allows you to showcase things outside of the, outside of the business. Now, if you let's, I'm going to use myself as an example here, how if there is, if I had two different profiles and I'm just showing one of them on one profile and people know that that profile, that one there, I'm just showing fitness related stuff. They know that they, they know that's just going to be that kind of stuff, that it's nothing to be anything about me. And they know that the ultimately they want you to go buy a package. They want you to go like whatever it is. And so all of a sudden your audience becomes dull to it. They know that that's what the posts are about. What's going to make them want to continue to engage? What's going to make them, if they know that, oh, it's just a sales post, I'm not, I don't really care about this, what's going to make them want to continue? So ending the business profile and thinking about your audience and these are things that people have talked about. Oh, you need to find your niche. You need to engage with your niche. You need to build your community. And if you have two different areas, why? how is your audience going to connect with them on two different platforms when most likely your audience you might have followers on your quote unquote personal profile that is interested in what you do in your work. And maybe they find that connection with you. And so they, they want to take further steps because they, they know that, oh, wow, I, I like what this person does in their regular life, what they're about. But they don't know. They don't know about what your coaching business is. So ending business profiles, in my opinion, is a great way to essentially streamline it and have your content in one place and allow you to, to put out there and create content that your audience is going to engage with and they'll be more engaged across all your posts instead of just one post or potentially ignoring all of them in general. And so lastly, this now comes to our big thing here, showing what's important on social media. That mindset alone, I think, is one of the best ways to think about what content am I putting out there? I think that has always become one of the hardest things for 
professionals with creating content is, well, what, what, what do I put out there? Well, what's important to you? Now, again, I'm going to use myself as an example here because this is what I've been focusing on. All of these things that I'm talking about here, I've gone through these stages. I've gone through all these things myself. And showing what's important is something that I think about on a weekly basis now. My, the three things in my life that are important to me are for, I'll, use, I'll say for social media, you have to use the caveat there, are disc golf, fitness, my company time to train fitness, and then my podcast, my movie podcast, those three things. So I try to have three posts a week about those items. So having now that target, now how do I create content for those separate ones? And with that, that those are different conversations in my opinion. But starting there, now you kind of have an idea of, okay, what is the next step? Now, let's go with the fitness example here. In a previous tutorial on balance, I talked about making reels with Instagram templates. And if you were to go on Instagram now, go on the, the reel feed and maybe go on a, <clears throat> a little search where you're, you find a reel that you like and now you're starting to scroll through them and you start to see these templates, what you can do is actually click on the audio and you can save that audio for later and you can use it in your own videos. And it makes it super easy. I just did it last week, actually. I had the, the video already made. I just applied the audio. I adjusted a little bit, boom, Instagram reel. And that reel will show up in that audio, um, explore each time. So other ones that have used that audio. Take another step further, Instagram templates. I made a, a tutorial for this on balance that if you go to reels and then you go to uh, templates and you can explore all the different templates out there that you could apply your content to. And again, once it's posted, it'll show up in that templates uh, explore. Uh, I don't know if that's the correct term there, but all the other profiles and posts that have used that template are going to show up with it. So you, you, uh, what I'm trying to get to now is that after you figured out what's important to you, Social media has made it so easy for you. They have made it so easy for you to make reels, to make the content that is going to engage your audience. Because ultimately, if you're if you're making content, people are liking it, you're most likely spending more time on it. You're getting other people to spend more time on it. And that's what they want. So why wouldn't they make it easier for you? I think that sometimes we get caught up, oh, this is all so hard. They are trying to make it easier for you and trying to make it so you can build an audience. You just got to do the steps that people are engaging with. The audience changes, people start to like certain things and you got to evolve with it. So think about what's important to you and what you want people to know is important to you. I shared my three things. What is it for you? What is it that you, uh, what's important to you and how now can you create that content on a weekly basis to put out consistent content that people are gonna engage with, know that, okay, this is what's important to you and then evolve from there, continue to evolve, make better reels, better posts that continue to grow and hopefully get and drive people to you know, whatever you want them to go, whether it's your YouTube channel, it's your website, your on-demand platform, wherever it is, guide them there. That has kind of been uh, this little episode that came into my mind and hopefully gets you thinking about these items. It's really one of those things, ultimately it's about your brand, all these things here, uh, ending that stigma with you, ending the business profile, showing what's important. These are all part of your brand. It's your branding. How you want to brand yourself. What do you want people to know about you? All great things that help you continue to grow 
And no matter what part of the health wellness spectrum that you're working in, you can utilize them. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you can, drop a comment, like, and subscribe. As always, those are things that help out. If you can, leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure to check out all the other great episodes that we have in in this podcast. But until the next one, I'll see you then.